0: I'm Chris Ronzio, and this is Process Makes Perfect Daily.
1: Welcome to today's episode. This is your daily dose of the Process Makes Perfect podcast by Trainual. Let's get into it. The Organized Chaos Consulting Show with Chris Ronzio released their pilot episode back in January of 2020. If you have been listening to Process Makes Perfect Daily, you have already heard episodes that feature segments from the Organized Chaos Show, but this pilot episode will give you background on how that show came to be and a deeper dive into Chris's consulting journey. This segment is part 2 of 4, so be sure to tune in tomorrow for the next one. Let's do it. Um, So I, I want to know actually how you became the, the, the systems guy. Why were you like primed and ready to be the ninja that went in and understood like how to connect all the things and surface the, the thing, right? Uh Years and years and years of being uh, too poor to
0: afford better ways to do it, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think is the answer. Like most businesses could probably appreciate this, that when you're like bootstrapping and being scrappy and you don't have budget to fix things with money. You've got to be creative and fix things by cutting corners or hacking the system, right? And so business hacks were everything to me. I was always looking for how do we do this cheaper? How do we take a tool over here and plug it in? How can I you know, free up more hours in my own day so I can do the higher value stuff? And so it's all about ha- hacking your way through being more
1: profitable, more efficient. So I did this. I was gonna say it's like that kind of creative, industrious, like resourceful mentality, right? Just like which probably goes back even before organized chaos when we were doing the video company to like being on site at a a sporting event and having to figure out how to run a a video cable and an an audio XLR from 500 feet away to a like a, a viewing platform and then into like a DVD duplication tower and having to connect physical systems. Before you connected like real, you know, operational systems, right?
0: I mean, there was that. There was also how do we staff an event? Like, how do we find people on Craigslist and get them to show up and, you know, cross your fingers? They're not a serial killer. And (laughs) you actually like work with this person and, you know, put four people, four strangers in a hotel room together. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that in those early days we just kind of ran the business on hope and fumes, you know, but, but that scrappiness, um, as the, as you experience more success, you elevate a little bit what you're doing so that you're not taking as many of those risks and you're not running so, so lean, but you get a little bit better each time.
1: I think that's a really relatable feeling. Probably a lot of people are feeling like I'm running my business on hope and fumes. And, and maybe right now, right after the new year, it's that, that time where they're like, that's not a sustainable fuel source. And I need to figure out how to, how to scale this more efficiently and effectively. So, all right, let's, let's say, all right, I'm, I'm that person I'm feeling that. And, and I'm coming to you. What is the first step? Let's, let's talk about where organized chaos begins.
0: So Organized Chaos was simple. After I did a few years of consulting, I had the name Organized Chaos, but I looked back at all the work I had done for people. And there was kind of this loose process I had gone through to get myself up to speed on everyone's business. And so from that, I created this Organized Chaos flagship project. And so the project was simple. It was Ah, uh, the three C's—I called it. There is the context of the business. There's the chaos of the business, and then there's the clarity, which you've got an action plan, something you can take that's tangible that you can move on. And so, for for any business that's watching this and wants to replicate this, context is just. Why are you doing this and where are you going? What are you building? What's your vision? What's the next three to five years look like for you? And so I took this from a lot of books I had read, but I went through and I would interview the owner and I'd say, okay, tell me where the company is today. How many employees do you have? How many locations do you have? What kind of work are you doing today inside the business? Like what does your job look like today? How many hours are you working? What's the revenue in your business? What's the profit look like in your business? And what are things on the personal side? Do you have a family? Do you get to spend as much time as you want with your family? What are you making for a take home and a paycheck? You know, all those things. It's just kind of a snapshot of where are you today. And then we'd run through those same questions for three years out or five years out in the future, just so that if you, uh, you need to create a target, something you're going after. Otherwise, you know, if you don't, have a destination. Any destination will do, right? That's from some book. I read that somewhere. But um, but that's what the context is about. It's like, why would we put in all this energy in order to create some result if we don't know what the result is? So context is first, and there's a lot more in there. It's like, you know, why'd you start this business? What's the story about how this thing got started? What's the market that you're going after? What makes you different from other companies you're competing against? It's kind of like business plan one hundred and one stuff. But I had this amazing way to extract all of that from a business in like two to three hours, and so but that I, I, would be the
1: the piece. I like that you're starting there in calling out the personal side of the business context too, right? Because uh, how how important is that, that, that like for the business owner, the manager, the leader, whoever is struggling with whatever they're struggling with in their business, oftentimes it's a, like a trickle down result of something going on in the personal uh, realm that might be just like unfulfillment or stress or what, you know, whatever. And so identifying that and, and I know that it's it's very interesting. Um, I don't know how many other people know this backstory, but even the launch of the Organized Chaos project happened out of you asking yourself those very same questions and a very personal experience. And I remember a video of you in a dark room when you yeah. announced what it was. So, I, like, talk talk about that real quick.
0: Yeah. I forgot about that. So I was in this co-working space and they had this cool video game room with bean bags and, and Xbox and a cool TV and no one ever used it. And so I, when I was launching that business, I went into the, the box and I'm sitting there and it looked like I was in one of those real world confessionals, you know, where it's, everything's black around you. And I really got real with like what my context was of, I wanted to actually build a business with employees and a process. And like, here's what I've learned over the years. But I felt like I was shortchanging myself in just doing ad hoc consulting work for anyone and everyone. And so that moment for me was getting real clear about what I actually wanted in building the business, because I knew I wanted to build something that wasn't just me. And so fast forward a year, I had several employees, I had these projects that were more, uh, you know, repeatable. That I would do the same thing over and over. I had way stronger referral business, marketing spun up. So um, the business was totally different, but it started with my context of what I wanted. So, so that's the first C is context. The second C is the most fun one, and, and that's chaos. So the chaos in the business is almost like If you've ever done a SWOT analysis, it's your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, your threats, or there's other versions with your, you know, the trends in the market, internal, external, however you look at it. I branded a different, a three I's approach, which was issues, ideas, and inefficiencies, and so my process was I would interview almost everyone within a business. I say almost because if there were 10 people doing the same role, you only needed kind of a sample size within that role. But we'd go through and we would do, you know, 15 or 25 interviews one-on-one with with people. And being a third party, I was able to do this totally anonymous and totally confidential where I would do these interviews and give people the the assurance that nothing they said would be Pointed back to them, and I I held to that. To you know, the integrity of that was super important because then when I would talk to the the founder, the manager, whatever it was, um, I wouldn't disclose who said what because that's not what mattered. What mattered was that five people said this same thing, and ten people said this same thing, and here's the big issues in your business. So it's not necessarily about who can take credit for an idea or who complains about an issue. It's about, are you listening as the owner? And I don't think businesses take time to, you know, let let the air out of that uh, vent or whatever it is uh, often enough. You know, you let things kind of build up and then it's like this pressure cooker and some big explosion happens. But if you can tap into this and let a little air out every once in a while and collect those ideas, collect those... of feedback those opportunities then you're being way more proactive and that's what the project was designed to do
1: so we'd go through go ahead i I was going to say i think it's cool the the this like issues ideas inefficiencies model can be applied on the macro of course for your business in this situation also even in in the micro of like specific project-based or department-based situations even to this show right like what was the issue the issue was Current trainual customers and even non-customers were still clamoring for and asking for time with you, with our team, to answer some questions. Right, like they've got an amazing platform, but they still need some questions answered and some help. And what were the uh, the ideas? Well, what do we what do we turn organized chaos into a, a live consulting show? Inefficiencies, scheduling, and technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we got through it.